Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, now featuring Happy Mondays with two-for-one Happy CBD Cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Swung on and hit in the end of deep left. That goes high. It is far. It is gone. It's a walk-off three-run home run. It's a judgy and blast. Good deep left center into the bullpen. And the Yankees win the ball game by the score of 6-3. There it is yesterday. The Yankees walk it off. They're no hit for seven innings. Come roaring back and get the victory. What a series. The top two teams in the American League, the Yankees and the Astros. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more here in our number two. It's Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, John Lamb with you today. John in for Ken. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Baseball over the weekend. Lamb, you know you're coming in. Did you watch any baseball at all? I know hard to get into. You've been, you've been clamoring here, though, when we've been talking. You're trying to find a team. I am. I, uh, you know, my little league team was the Yankees uh-huh. in fifth and sixth grade. So I have a, uh, unprecedented loyalty to them, obviously. But then, uh, one of my dear friends, he got drafted by the Royals mm-hmm. and we had a single A team in the town I grew up in and his name is Billy Butler. So I, I, I like the Royals for a while, and then I like the Yankees and the A's, and then C.J. Crone, my buddy, does his finances. Okay. So I was like, I'll cheer for this dude when he was with the Angels. He was with the Twins. He was terrible. Now let's, he's with the Rockies and All-Star. Let's just say I'm a lost soul when it comes to the MLB. The place. I think more than anything, you just like the Yankees because you probably had a red Yankees hat like Fred Durst, right? That seems like something you would have had back in the late 90s. That's one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me. They called me middle class once too, which was very kind. But that, thank you, Trent. Yeah, thank no doubt. you. No doubt. Let's get into baseball right now. Matt Snyder joins us as he does each and every Monday here. Well, next will be Tuesday of next week. We'll get Matt in here as we'll be off for the 4th of July. Matt, the Yankees win. Yankees win. Heard the call from yesterday. Quite the series between those two squads. Preview of the ALCS is as simple as that, Matt Snyder. Maybe it, I tell you what that'd be it'd be really fun mm-hmm. uh, if the games are going to go like that. I, <laughs> I I was trying to think of like a football equivalent because the Astros dominated the entire series and they still only came away with a split. I, I don't know if it was a game if it would be a game in which like one team outgained the other by like 450 yards, mm-hmm. but yet thanks to like a pick six and a couple special teams touchdowns. One team came back to win it late or something. It was ridiculous. The Astros led, if we're going at the end of an inning, so, hey, the, the you know, the top and the bottom, end of the first inning, whatever, uh, 20 different innings the Astros led. The Yankees only led two different innings, and those were both of the times that they wanted to walk off. That's it. That's the only two times they led the entire series, and it was a split. Uh, I mean, the Yankees made dubious history with, for the most consecutive innings without a hit. I just... <laughs> for them to win two games in that thing was just ridiculous. Uh, you got to tip a cap to the Astros for their starting pitching. Got to tip a cap to the Yankees for never giving up and coming away with two wins in there. That's, that's down, down three true. Nothing, yeah. yeah, I mean it, it's easy to pack it in. It's getaway day 
and they keep coming back. This team, they're incredible, and they continue to be at an absolutely nuts pace that they play at. Because of that, the Yankees, it's going to be 100-plus wins for them this season. What else needs to be done? We talked about this maybe a week or two with you, Matt. It still doesn't feel like maybe the Yankees have played their best baseball or certainly been at their healthiest at any point this year. What are they looking at here a little over a month when we get to that August 2nd trade deadline? Well, yeah, it's interesting. I was talking to one of my my good friends yesterday, and this was before they came back, so he was all down in the dumps about it. But he's like, the reason I haven't been as positive about them when they're playing like at a pace that they might have the most wins ever, they don't feel like the best team ever. It's because if you look at the bottom third of the lineup day in, day out, it doesn't seem strong at all, like Marlon Gonzalez and Jose Trevino, IKF down there. And the bullpen's thin. I mean, Aroldis Chapman will come back. That'll help that a little bit. But having had Chad Green go down for the season, it's not the deepest bullpen in the world. It almost, in some ways, seems like a mini, a mini house of cards. Now, they've built up enough credit that they could absorb a rough stretch and still win the ALEs. It's all about hitting your stride when you get to the playoffs. I do think they need to add a bat or two. Um, preferably somebody who's going to do better than Joey Gallo has since they acquired him. <laughs> Because that's that's a big part of the problem, let's face it, is you would think when you trade for prime Joey Gallo that he's going to hit better than this. He's been mm-hmm. terrible. Um, I think the expectation was Donaldson was going to be better than this, and it, that might work it out. But uh, I'd like to see him go out if they do tra- if the Cubs trade him. Wilson Contreras would be a good fit there. Um, I know the Yankees probably don't like his framing metrics and the pitching's going so well. Uh, you know what? Maybe just DH them then. If they, they've played judge and center enough, you could try to run Stanton out there. You know what? Contreras has played left field a good amount of time in his career as well. So that's somebody who I think could be a fit and could really lengthen the lineup some. But adding bats at the margins, shoring up the bullpen, that's all they need to do. And then it's just, you, you know, you hope everybody's playing their best come playoff time. So last week, uh, Ken brought up to me that Contreras had been linked a couple of different places with the Twins. And he said, oh boy, because he yeah. needs such a big upgrade at catcher. And Jeffers is terrible. You haven't got a ton out of that position. I said, another league average. I, I think I saw last week that the major league batting average for an average catcher right now is like 208. It's just absolutely yeah. incredible yeah. where kind of our mind has to change of, of what is league average in today's environment is so different than it was just three, four years ago. There's been so much emphasis on the framing aspect mm-hmm. and what it does for pitchers that anybody who can hit it all is a total anomaly. And that, that's probably why I was thinking of Contreras, because right now, 145 OPS plus. So you have a guy who's 45% better than average hitter among all hitters, yeah. and he's a catcher. And then he talk about how most catchers can't hit. That guy's a weapon offensively. Now, it's he's not great in the framing aspect, so... It'll be interesting to see how teams evaluate that. But, yeah, it's, most teams have catchers who can't hit these days, and that's just the reality of the situation. And it, it started – I mean, it not started, but a good example of that would be when the Mets went hardcore after James McCann, who, who has hit for like one half season in his entire career. But he's great at framing. He's great at working with pitching staffs. So it's just – that's the way it is. I got a couple more on my Twinkies and, and want to start here – Huge five-game series coming up with the Guardians last week. Blew a lead a couple of different times in just an incredible game on Wednesday night. Two out of three go to the Guardians. Felt like the sky has fallen and the Twins come back. And now the Guardians are on a four-game losing streak. And suddenly that lead yeah. and that cushion is back up the other way. But away from that, yesterday, Twins 
Twitter was going crazy about the rumors out there of Wes Johnson, their pitching coach who's done an incredible job, is leaving to LSU. The news becomes official today. Take us on that, and, and from a national perspective, Matt, about what that says for a guy to leave a major league pitching coach and to take a college job. Um, you know, part of it is with uh, the money that some of these schools, specifically SEC schools in baseball, just not too dissimilar from SEC schools in football, except for the fact that football has a ton more money. Mm-hmm. But we're speaking on a relative basis here because baseball has less money than football in general. Um, he's making more than twice as much money now. I, I think we have, yeah, uh, 350000 with the Twins, seven fifty with LSU. So just in the money standpoint, that's a no-brainer. Um, I think some coaches would rather work with college kids than professionals. That That's a matter of preference. And even if the money's being equal, some some, guys, some pitching coaches might rather be down in the ranks of college. Um, but really, for me, I, I look right at the money and say it's I, – I just said with all things being equal, maybe – well, it's not equal. It's more than twice as much. So I think any one of us, would take more than double our salary to move. And, hey, you know what? Uh, as a bonus, the weather during baseball season is probably a little better at LSU than it is in Minnesota. Even though we're in the summer months now, there's a lot of cold weather in Minnesota during the mm-hmm. baseball season. Yeah, Baton Rouge hanging out. Uh, that doesn't sound too bad after a couple of those Minnesota winners. No doubt about it. Matt Snyder joining us from CBSSports.com. Well, your team, the uh, Cubs, get one yesterday against the Cardinals. Just didn't have that buzz that we just anticipate with that series. It's late June. You're excited. Cards, Cubs. Just didn't have the same feel, certainly for me, over this weekend. Didn't get into it nearly as much as I anticipated I would. Yeah. I mean, and, and really, it was a fun series. I mean, it's, uh, the Cubs came back to tie it late in the, in the middle game there with that Ortega yeah. home run, but then the Cardinals stormed right back to win it. Um, and then yesterday, Cardinals with that early five-run lead, I started thinking, well, who's going to be the Cubs' position player pitcher because <laughs> Frank Schlindel is hurt. Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden, the Cubs come back and tie it, and they end up winning an extra. So uh, it was a fun series, especially after you know Friday, the Cardinals shut out. It's like, well, this is just what it's going to be like. It's going to be total Cardinals domination the entire series. Turned out to be a fun one, and the Cubs took two of three. Uh, other way around. Uh, my bad. The Cubs won. Friday. I uh, don't know why I messed that up. Sorry about that. But anyway, um, the more I look at the Cardinals, the more I just wonder about, and I think we talked about this last week, did they kind of blow an opportunity there when the Brewers had that losing streak, something like eight-game losing streak, mm-hmm. and the Cardinals were just kind of playing mediocre baseball instead of very good baseball. And, uh, you know, they've split with the Brewers every single time they've played them. It's been wacky. They've actually ever they played three different four-game series, and every time it's been Brewers won the first and last games and Cardinals won the two middle games <laughs> all three times they played. But And then you look, and the Cardinals are only 4-4 four and four against the Cubs right now, and it's like, man, I don't know. They have a game lead, or uh, no, they're down by a game. The Brewers have a one-game lead right now. Uh, kind of feel like the Cardinals should be up two, should be up three or something. Um, you just wonder if that's going to come back to bite them. I still think they're the better team. I just, uh, we'll see. I wonder if that's going to come back to bite them because they should have taken advantage of of a few things here recently. Get you out on this, Matt, and that is the brawl yesterday. Jesse Winker, he gets hit, and he starts going after the dugout. We got people, punches are thrown, there's ejections all over the place. But for me, that wasn't the big part of it. It was a 
random fan in Arkansas, a Mariners fan. I mean, I, I'm going to guess they don't have a whole lot of them in Arkansas. He sees, she sees Winker oh. getting ejected and says, I'm going to send a pizza, the pizza. to the clubhouse. <laughs> Not only that, it gets delivered. The, the delivery driver gets it there. But then people want to help him out for being able to get that to the locker room. And hundreds of people put money into this uh, this driver's account. Just what a crazy story. And uh, again, baseball, you never know what you're going to see. That's pretty fun. I, I love the social aspect. And that's one of the few good things that social media brings us. Uh, <laughs> I uh, it, it was okay. So first thing, it was fun to see an actual brawl, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which hopefully nobody got hurt when I say that. But uh to see an actual brawl where they actually wanted to fight each other instead of a bunch of standing around and posturing and, you know, like kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to shove a little bit. We're going to yell. Nobody's going to do anything. And the guys on the outsides are kind of socializing. They were actually going at it. uh, First of all, second of all, it was the funniest part of of the whole thing was, but it was also embarrassing for Rachel Iglesias to, to run out when nobody else was doing anything and throw a bucket of (laughs) sunflower seeds. I saw that. I was like, all right, it was hilarious, but it was also ridiculous. It's one of those things like, I mean, we've all done stupid things in our lives where you look back, and I just wonder if by the time he got down to the clubhouse, if he was like, what was I doing? What was that? Because that was just dumb. But it was hilarious to watch. Um, And that's the other aspect is where I always think like, you know, the dumbest things I've ever done in my life, maybe four or five people saw that. Millions of people have seen that now. So he's probably never going to live that one down, but it was very entertaining, front to back. Very entertaining work all around. That it was. And, uh, of course, an uh, article up right now, CBSSports.com. You can get Matt's thoughts on everything that happened yesterday with the Mariners and Angels and the brawl uh, there in L.A. With that, hey, out of time for today, Matt. Enjoyed it, as always. Know you got a hit coming up on CBSSports.com. Yeah. We will talk to you next Tuesday at another week, and we'll be into July of the baseball season. Thank you, Matt. All right. Take care. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. You can find him on Twitter at Matt Snyder, CBS. And an Indiana grad, John Lamb, he uh, loves his Hoosiers. The favorites of the Big Ten? Four hoops coming up this year? No. Who is the favorite? You can never, never. I I don't think the Hawkeyes are off, but you can never mess with Izzo, how he develops players. Kid as of late. Brad Underwood. Uh, Not really. I mean, they've. They're consistent. Illinois is going to be good. It's 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 all you guys, all you fans that think that the only way to measure success is the NCAA tournament, not the twenty four win seasons, not the routine buildings being built from your alumni. Like there's so many more things that go into success in college basketball. But that program's inching backwards isn't it Michigan State I mean would you say look he built them to a level that is higher than I think anybody ever anticipated when Izzo got that job they were going to be but overall this is what Michigan State has been recently they were seven seed in the NCAA tournament this year and got bounced in the round of uh in the second round year before that their 11 seed got knocked out in the play-in round three seed didn't have a tournament in 2020 final four in 2019 just but first off, nine, close those eyes and read those statistics. No, so you'd say the same thing about UCLA. Sure. Would you say the same thing about Florida? Oh, absolutely. You, would Mike you White. say the same thing? He bolted. Yeah. Would you say the same thing about North Carolina? <sighs> That's a different. One. Ohio State. 
that's one that's interesting to me. So Ohio State, when Holtman got that job, I thought he was going to be just a behemoth. He's been good, right? But he hasn't been... He hasn't got them to an elite level. It's because he won't cheat. It's because he's a good well, guy. That's why. Well, you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Well, and you don't have to cheat anymore. That's what I tell my wife, and she just doesn't go for it. No, no, no. It's a different, different conversation. No, we're talking basketball here. Oh. Yeah, different, different. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's some schools that demand a level of excellence that, quite frankly, you can build these multi-million dollar facilities mm-hmm. You can have the scientists that cured cancer funding you for, you know, and you still won't get the job done if you cannot connect with your players and actually have a culture of sustainable success. I don't think they're going backwards. I think that parity in all sports is escalating. I mean, why are they adding two more NBA teams? Well, money. Well, duh, but that's the same thing in college. Yeah. Money. Right? I mean, the, the, the biggest spender in Division I men's basketball the last eight years has been LSU, and they are not in the tournaments. Yeah. I mean, they're there, but they're not there. Mm-hmm. And they spend more money than anybody else. Got to get those dudes. Now they can pay above the table. They don't have to go. Uh-huh. Don't need any more strong-ass offers for Will Wade. Hey, now. That's what he said. can't curse on the air, they, sir. I, I'm just I'm This just is a family-friendly environment. That's what Will Wade's looking for. <laughs> He got to come with the strong ass offer. That's what he said. <laughs> he did word for and he, word, and he people. kept his job until he three didn't years, keep his wasn't job. Wasn't it three years? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. afterwards. Isn't two that crazy? Oh, what a no, world. nothing surprises me in in sport. One final thing. So I mentioned there with Matt the news of Wes Johnson, great pitching coach for the Twins. Yeah, I mean you you've heard so many reclamation. Pro- Chris Archer, who looked like he was on his way to stardom, injuries hit yep. him. He hasn't been really part of the conversation five years, and now he has been very good this season for the Twins. This guy is an excellent pitching coach, a Major League Baseball pitching coach, and he takes a college job. LSU, speaking of spending, they spend on their baseball program as well as anybody. I mean, they invest in a big-time way. But, boy, when you see that on the surface, it's just crazy because you think the, the biggest echelon for everybody is to get a Major League job, and you're going to be paid accordingly. That's not the case and shows you no. just how much money is in college athletics. It, I mean, there's a there's an amazing amount of cash in college athletics. But I also think, though, that baseball is a different type of demon because there's, there's so many people on the payroll. I know they get paid a bag of Doritos and a thing of Sour Patch Kids at some of the minor league stuff. But I do think that that has a thing... Uh, you know, a, a standard to why these guys would go down. You know, you think about, we just talked about Michigan State, Dan Fife. Like he was a head assistant at Michigan State and he was, go- and he went to Indiana to hopefully Woodson would die and he'd be the head coach. That I mean, that's what was happening. It happens all the time. Like mm-hmm. college athletics is not only a, a lucrative space, it is a, it is a safer space. Shoot, you spit your seeds out wrong in the big <laughs> leagues, they might fire you. Yeah. Right? Your 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 tie is a little bit wobbly for Doc Rivers. He, you're off the bench. I mean, it is it's crazy. Big sports crazy. And I think it, it could just be a testament to the individual that this coach where he might just want to teach. We forget that mm-hmm. this is the basis and the foundation of why sports are sports. You know, you guys talk about high level athletics all the time. All the time, but we ne- we neglect to talk about people need to pass a torch. 
And some people can really, really pass the torch. And some people have different purposes for what they're doing and why they're doing it. And I think it's cool. Plus, he doubled his bag. Yeah, that, that's a big part that's of it, too. That's a big bag. That, that's, that's absolutely <laughs> incredible. Wild, wild stuff there. Hey, uh, we're going to take a quick time out. Coming back on the other side, talked Hawkeyes earlier in the program with Scott Dockerman. We're going to talk Cyclones next. Nick Oson going to join us 24-7, sportscyclonealert.com. Get his thoughts on what's happening in the world of Iowa State. More recruiting on that front coming up with Oson. Before that, though, chance for you to win $1,000. <laughs> It's our $1,000 home run here at KXNO.com. That's where you go and enter the keyword. The keyword for the 11 o'clock hour is green. Green at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000 in this nationwide contest. Cyclones next. Nick Osa going to join us. My picks of the day. We'll have Liam laugh at me as I'll try to hand out some picks and make you a little bit of money. You do well. Pretty well. It's how I pay my mortgage. Well, that's a scary proposition for you because there's going to be one of those months that money's not going to be there. Cyclones deck with Nick Oson as we continue. It's Miller and Condon on 106.3. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. Utilizing our vast game and industry expertise, we sell portable pitching mounds, field equipment, and field products that we trust, use, and have used when coaching or playing. But that's not all. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Craig Allison has years of experience in the mound business and is Victory Mounds National Sales Executive, while Mike Donahoe is in charge of field equipment and products. Visit VictoryMounds.com to see what Victory Mounds can do for you. And you is now the best time ever to own a single-family rental home in Des Moines. Trent Condon here from my good friends at Renner's Warehouse, and I'm here to tell you housing prices are falling, but rents are rising. And with low inventories, they're stronger than ever. What does this mean for you? It's not always a seller's market, but it is always a renter's market, especially when you hire Renter's Warehouse to manage the process for you. With selling, you never know what you're going to get. With renting, you can be confident in your ability to earn monthly cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits for the long term. And with Renter's Warehouse, you can sit back and collect the money. Tenants, they find the best. Rent, they collect it for you. Maintenance requests, they handle them 24-7. All for just one low monthly flat fee. They'll even warranty your tenants for free. Don't sell. Cash in and rent your home with Renner's Warehouse instead. Find out how much rent your home can get by visiting Renner'sWarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. 
Why should you apply for a career with Wolf Construction? It's exciting and it's fresh and it's new every day. It creates new challenges and opportunities each day. I wouldn't want to work anywhere else but Wolf Construction. You can look around and go, wow, look what we've accomplished today as a Wolf team. Wolf offers competitive pay. The benefits are great. They have a matching 401k. Don't wait. Apply today at Wolf Construction. Get on board here. Join us here at Wolf Construction. Sign up and let's go. Wolf Construction is a great place to be. Apply today. Wolf Construction.net. It's Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. I'm Trent Condon. John Lamb hanging out here with me today. Well, sunglasses don't make you look like Lean Staley. I don't no. know what they are. No, my uh, this, is a, this is the first time I've been a single dad with yeah. my, my wife's at this uh, you know personal development conference mm-hmm. in San Diego. My babysitter switched cars with me this morning because I had a 6 a.m. workout. We <laughs> had to get the baby to daycare by 6.30 and... I may or may not have pilfered her sunglasses. They they don't look good. I'm I'm gonna tell you. I they kind of match my shirt, so I was willing here. to give it a try. But I, I'm I'm gonna side with you on this one. <laughs> We're joined right now by Nick Osid, who covers Iowa State athletics at CycloneAlert.com. Nick, it's been weeks and weeks and weeks of conversation about recruiting. It's been certainly a very busy time for you. Not a summer that a lot of people have with a lot of time off. Well, it is 24-7 sports, CycloneAlert.com, and boy, you're covering it right now 24-7. How you been? Really good, absolutely. I don't think I would, you know, trade it for too much. It's certainly a really busy time. You know, summer can actually be busier than the regular season, but it's a lot of fun, and, you know, the fans get really into it as well, for sure. You're the man, Nick. That's John Lamb. Appreciate you, John. Good hey, to man. be back with you. Doing good stuff, buddy. And let's certain, get to the good stuff let's, now. Yeah, let's get into <laughs> the good stuff. And that is, during the summer, people looking at commitments. What we're going to see, what's going to be the latest on that front. It's been a busy month here, the month of June. Kai Black, Jamison Patton yep. on the local front. A lot of conversation there. Cooper Ebel from Hartley Melvin Sandborg. Not a whole lot of uh, recruits coming out for the football field from there. Yeah, those were some huge ones for Iowa State, you know, especially, I would say, Patton. I think he's the guy we've kind of talked about the most Mm -hmm. on this show, for sure. I think he's really got an NFL ceiling. He's really impressed. Ty Black is versatile, and, you know, Iowa was going hard for for Cooper as well. So those were big, and obviously the Cyclones got another local guy over the weekend. So Abu Sama, I saw him a lot of times in Southeast Polk. Really, really talented guy. Not tall by any means, but he's a running back at 5'10", 180. What was it that took a while for him to get that recruiting interest? He's an incredible track athlete, a long jumper. You watch him, you put in the tape, or you go watch a game. He always bounced off. He had a great offensive line in front of him, sure, but what did it take so long for Salmon when he gets the Iowa State offer very quickly making that commitment? Yeah, I think he's one of those rare players that is, is kind of bursting with talent, you know, speed, versatility. But there's always that question of where he'll maybe fit most naturally at the next level, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when you're looking at Power 5 competition. I got the chance to see him at the Iowa State camp when he actually got the offer just a few short weeks ago. And the talent is there. You know, I, I wrote about it in the commitment article, too. I love his work ethic, always asking what he can do better, fixing things from rep to rep. I would say that he's still raw as a corner. You know, I think that there's a lot of kind of touch-and-go things, uh, press coverage, as well as 
some of the actual techniques that he can work on as to not maybe draw penalties and things like that. But the ceiling is absolutely there, and it's one that a lot of fans and the staff are pretty excited about with the verbal commitment over the weekend. Another uh, commitment over the weekend, that was Tayshawn James from Oklahoma City. Not a whole lot about him. I, I see not even a ranking right now at 24-7. What can you tell us about Tayshawn James? Yeah, he still needs his composite ranking. I, I think we just, in the last couple of days, gave him a, a three-star, I believe. Okay. He's somebody that, you know, he'll maybe take a little bit of time to really get up on the depth chart, but he's someone that, that is not afraid to hit, especially coming from the secondary, playing up in the run game, things like that. Guys like Cam Smith and Patton that we mentioned will be a little more natural in some of those coverage spots, certainly Patton, as we've talked about. So I think that'll give James the chance in this safeties class, which maybe we'll get one more player. That'll just kind of depend on who's really still out there and available. But James is, again, another guy that's raw. His tape is actually pretty nice, but it's a lot of good hitting and tackling and not quite as much in pass coverage. So it's a nice fit with who they already have, and he's one that'll look to build early on in his career with the Cyclones. So what's still on tap here as we get ready the final week of June what are some names that we should keep our, an eye out for? Anything either on the local front or just some guys that are maybe nearing a decision that have Iowa State towards the top of the list? Yeah, this this next week or two really is going to be busy. Uh, Brandon Henderson, an offensive tackle from East St. Louis, shared with me last week that he's set to make his decision. It would be Friday, I guess, July 1st. Iowa State is absolutely up there. It's, it's them in Illinois, really. I give Iowa State a slight edge right now. And then one of the biggest names, you know, you could really say in the country, uh, Colorado Edge, Blake Purchase, set to make his announcement Saturday, July 2nd. That'll be on kind of our CBS network. And, you know, from what I've heard, it seemed like he had a really good time in Oregon this weekend. And that's a recruitment that I'm going to have to check on again this week. But I have not heard enough to change my crystal ball pick from Iowa State. I still feel like they've got a lot going for them with the family connection with Miles. He loves the program, a natural fit in the defense. And, you know, they've recruited him the hardest, and he's been pretty open about that with me and publicly as well. So that's going to be a big one to follow for fans this weekend. 6-4-2-20 out of Englewood, Colorado, and Cherry Creek High School. A lot of good players have come out of that high school throughout the years. Good one there with Blake Purchase. All right, let's jump over to basketball as the recruiting period continues there uh, on the basketball front looking towards next season. No, he had an article up on a 7-footer for 2024, J.T. Rock. What can you tell us about his time in Ames? Yeah, thank you. Just just sent that one out before this. He's a really impressive kid. We still need to rate him, but he projects well. He's got the size. He can shoot, step out a little bit. Some pretty smooth post moves as well that I know my man John Lamb would love down there. <laughs> oh, I love From big post moves. Footer like that. Uh, but no, Rock is impressive. He Yeah, he talked about the visit, and you know, he said that he really enjoyed kind of being around the staff. A little more of a one-on-one session per se, not just kind of talking on the phone and, you know, being able to see what campus life would be like. And, you know, as he said, and as I put in the quote, he said that it is a place he could potentially see himself playing down the road. It's early. He's just a 2024. So he's got, you know, a lot of time to check out other schools. And like I said, I I see him projecting at least as a mid to high four star, really impressive player, but Iowa State well in the mix as they are for a lot of big names in 2023 as well. 
We talked yep. about Omaha Blue, maybe the biggest of those names out there. They're going to have so many scholarships, though, next season. We know they're going to play the transfer game. They're going to be in the portal looking at that, and we won't know until kind of that opens up exactly the names there. But uh, by my count, I believe there's, what, nine scholarships available for next season. What does that mean for at least the high school recruiting as we look at it here during this summer? Yeah, at least eight or nine spots potentially, yeah. which which is crazy. People have asked me about that too. I still think you try to get three to four guys from the portal. I mean, things mm-hmm. are always moving, and Iowa State has found some success there. But at the high school basketball level, I think it gives you a shot to kind of go for some of those big names, right, like Omaha and like a Milan Mumchilovic. Uh, Jelani Hamilton is a pretty big name now as well. He'll sign this week, I heard. What'd you say? He'll sign this week. He's all in. He committed to TJ this last week. Oh, there we go. Got some dudes already out of Lamb. Big week for him. Uh, He's good, man. Nick, he's good. Yeah, I love his his offensive game. It's so natural. You know, he can drive a little bit. His jump shot is very impressive. It's another big name. And, you know, then you've got time to maybe go for – some lower guys, right, that you feel will fit in the rotation, but you don't necessarily have to force or go for quite as hard early on. And then you always have the chance still with the portal to fill out the rest of the rotation. There's always the chance that there's maybe even one or two more scholarships if guys look to transfer from Iowa State. So it it keeps the basketball recruiting busy, guys. That is for sure. That's why you don't get to sleep because you work 24-7. That's how that works, right? (laughs) They don't th- I certainly could use a little more of that. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get you out on this, Nick. Nick Oson joining us. You can find him on Twitter at the Real Nick Oson. And uh, what you have coming up this week, twenty four seven sports. We mentioned there, there's just so much recruiting news going on. How people can get involved with you and what you have going on at Cyclone Alert. Yeah. So later today, I'll have you know a football article kind of talking about who could be next in this class. A couple of the names I mentioned, and really where there's been a lot of mutual interest. That's something people always like. We'll do a mailbag and then likely a little promotion because it will be such a big weekend this weekend for both basketball and football potentially. So I think that's a great way for new people to get involved. Our numbers are record highs right now. And, you know, come on and join the party. It's really been a great process, and I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. Love that. Hey, thank you so much for your time as always, Nick. We'll do it again next week, and we'll try to catch up with you on Tuesday. Thanks, Nick, man. Everybody out there, you got to follow this guy. He's he's the next one up. He does good, good work for everybody. Cyclone alert. Thanks, Nick. I really appreciate you guys. See you soon. Yes, Nick Osen, 24-7 Sports. And, you know, the recruiting world. So, John, we talk about it kind of your path, but you get to know people like Nick, yep. David Eichold over at the Hawkeye side of things. Both rock stars. You get to know these guys. Not a lot Motley Crue rock stars. Different kind of rock High-level star. rock stars. So you get a phone call from one of these guys, and they want info on one of your kids. You know, how does it work from your perspective? And maybe that'll be uh, three hundred dollars. <laughs> no soup for you. It, the, especially like that first time, the first time that a kid has an offer, the first time that somebody is interested yeah. in them, and a recruiting site's calling up. I mean, that experience has got to be just wild for some of these kids too. Yeah, no, it's it's unbelievable. But just like anything, if you're going to be great, you have to build and you have to cultivate relationships. You have to really, really pour into them, and, and not everything has to be transactional. Mm-hmm. So if you can scratch someone's back and you can help them out, like you have to. These guys work really hard. I know yeah. we're messing with them about the twenty four seven, which I think is hilarious because 
there is some truth to that. Yeah. Right. Like you, I, you always got to have alerts on your phone. Yeah. If a kid's no. making a commitment, you got to have an article up like that. You know, and you got to follow the right kids. Mm-hmm. You got to. You know, I I heard him kind of like freeze a little bit because he's probably just excited about Gardner from you know Jelani from uh, he's from Georgia uh-huh. as everybody else, but it's like he works tires tirelessly. Like David works just out the zoo, out the wazoo. Sean brought just these guys that we have in our state are relentless. And the fact that uh, you know you get to talk to them, you get to give these good good people of central iowa and beyond the accurate details of what's going on with whether it's our alma mater or just what their you know their family is always cheered for is it's a cool thing man i know everyone hates you but i I like what you do here it's good stuff with that we got to take a break one more coming up on the other side time for my picks of the day make us some money tc well i made a little bit of money on old miss over the weekend that was good that was huge for them. Yeah. I was on Virginia Tech initially uh, when the college, well, when the tournament began, the NCAA tournament began. Saw some good value there. Was feeling great at the Super Regionals when Tennessee got knocked on, but knocked off. But I jumped on the Old Miss train, got them at 8-1, to one, so that was pretty good. I also Ooh. had Stanley Cup last night. before Go the Avalanche. Avalanche at 6. That one paid pretty well, so we're... We're on a little bit of a heater here. We'll see if we can continue Double it. down. You know me. Double down right now. I know you have a blackjack. They're showing 14. Double, double down, down, TC. We'll see if I double down. Coming back on the other side, my picks of the day brought to you by Circus Sports. When we continue, Miller and Cotton and John Lamb in for Ken on 106.3. KXNO. It's time for an epic night of fights. UFC 276 is here, and two titles are on the line. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers, bet 5 bucks on any fighter to win. Get $100 in free bets, win or lose. Whether it's a victory by KO, submission, or decision, you win no matter what. And with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you could turn another small bet into a big payday. Combine multiple bets like which fighter will win, number of knockouts, and more. For UFC 276, you can place the same game parlay, and if it hits, you'll win double. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KXNO. Bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code KXNO this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Must be 21 or older, Iowa-only, new customers-only restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. The Grumpy Goat Tavern provides a rustic, comfortable atmosphere with reclaimed barn wood, sleek modern finishes, and a one-of-a-kind environment that you have to see to believe. Featuring a fresh menu, friendly neighborhood service, 50-tap beers, and sports. The Grumpy Goat Tavern is the place to be for any occasion. Catch all of the games all summer long at the Grumpy Goat Tavern with... With two locations in West Des Moines and one on First Street in Ankeny. Grumpy Goat is more than just a restaurant. It's local. It's for you. It's your tavern. 181. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush. Meadows. 
The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rake. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Allison Chase for my dude, John Lamb. He's infatuated with Lane Staley. I like him. I like his story. He doesn't have the right sunglasses to pull off the look, though, today. Not today. I came in last minute. I I, I wasn't prepared. Next time. Next time. I wear my, jer- my jersey, though. Yeah, you did. You got your Beyond Ball jersey there. You going to hook me up? Still waiting for those New Balance kicks you promised me. Man, you got to come to the gym. You haven't been to the coal mine in a while, That's buddy. right. I got to get some shots up. We're always at uh, at uh, Chicken Coop, Grumpy Goat. or <laughs> Yeah, we're, that's usually where we are working. instead. I need to get in, get some shots up, show those young guys how it's done out there. Yeah, they, they don't want to see that. No, probably um, not. I think it would be counterproductive what? to your influence on their life. Hey, I was a star in the North Iowa Conference <laughs> 25 years ago. Not even a star. God's no doubt country. That's right, but at a jumper. I don't know if it's still there. Might have to move that three-point line into about 17 feet for me anymore. Don't think I have the same lift on the jump shot. It gets it gets worse and worse as you get older, I heard. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, no doubt. I got over to the playground with the kids over the weekend, got a couple of shots up. Hmm. It didn't go well. So they don't just hear your voice on the radio. That's you right. get to see them every day. Yes, yes, that's the way it's done. That's good. Yes, out there <laughs> grinding. Well, we're grinding here trying to pick up some wins for our listeners and got some baseball bets here for today. So... Looking through the slate, pretty big slate here for a Monday. One that jumped off. Maybe this is just the fandom getting a hold of me, but after what I saw from the Guardians last week against the Twins, I know they had a rough weekend for Cleveland. They really struggled in their series against Boston. They got swept at home. But McKenzie didn't pitch very well last week against the Twins. I think he bounces back. I'm going to take the Guardians here with pick number one at home, plus 110 against the Twins. There's my first pick there. Game number two. Now, there's some monster lines out here, including something you rarely see. The Yankees are playing the A's. All right. You know it's going to be a blowout on paper, right? They are minus 310, meaning to make $100, you have to bet 310 on the Yankees. Mm-mm. Yeah. Bet a lot to win a little. Never a good idea. Ken Miller has said that for years, and I agree. So I'm staying away from that one. One other game, though, that did jump off to me just a little bit. And that's the Marlins. They're uh, on the road at the Cardinals. St. Louis, that series begins here tonight. Lopez gets the ball for the Marlins. Pablo's been really good this year. ERA, 2.61. Whip, just over one. 83 strikeouts and 82 and two-thirds innings pitch against Wainwright. I'm going to take the plus money here. So give me the Marlins and the Guardians, my two picks. And now i got to get ready. We got the British Open coming up right around the corner. Got the John Deere Classic coming up this week. So Yeah, we got a lot of golf. I watched... Quite a bit of golf over the weekend, including the women's PGA, Lexi Thompson. Flat stick did not work out very well for her. She blew a lead in that one. She really struggled. And then watching also what happened on the 18th hole of the PGA Tour event, the Travelers. Just absolutely incredible. And a monster gaffe as Xander Shoffley came back and got it done there. But the Gala, young guy, first chance to win on tour. Hits it into the bunker with his tee shot. And then 
doesn't get it out of the bunker. Bunker Ooh. just flubs it, sitting right there. That's what I it. do. It was painful to watch as he double bogeys, and that's how things wrapped up. You watch golf? I know I'm an old man when it comes to my I, golf. Uh, I know it's not for everybody. I, get I think. It. I think the last, like, you know, when they group them on Championship Sunday or whatever it's yeah. called, the last, like, six or seven holes, in my opinion, is you can get into one that. of the most competitive atmospheres in all of life, let alone sport. You know, I mean, politics, crazy competitive, <laughs> you know, high-level athletics, it's competitive. But golfers, those last six or seven holes... Mm-hmm. I, I I'll watch it. I will, and I'm you know infatuated with entrepreneurship as well. So this whole new league that's starting the Live Tour, yeah. I'm just gonna call it the ABA or the CBA, just you know basketball wise. They have a little bit different funding behind them though than <laughs> yeah. those two entities. Those and were a lot different. They're a lot different. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just a cool thing how our world's continually just progressing, and if you don't get right, you're gonna get left. Mm-hmm. And that's just cool. I mean, even at the highest, highest level, you know, we said it earlier in this uh, this show, rent is due every day, Trent, yeah. in sports. Every day it's due. You got to be ready. Every day. You were ready today. Did you Thank enjoy it? Thank you. Yeah. I loved it. I, uh, like I said, I, I had my son for the first time without Solo. my wife. Yeah. I was freaking out all night long. I slept next to his crib yesterday just because I was like, there's no way I'm waking up. I have a 6 a.m. Babysitter's coming early. Like, I had to get to the gym. I had to, I was, I'm okay now. Good. And by God's grace, hopefully he, I can make him last till tomorrow until my wife gets home. So he, we'll he, see. He's looking good. I, I saw the pictures over the weekend. He's got smiles yeah. on his face. What a good yeah. little dude he Well, he there. still can't dribble with both hands yet. But, well, you know, we'll work on that. Get that right arm tied behind his back and a lefty out there. Hey, I appreciate you, Trent. Thanks, KX. <laughs> oh, it's been fun. That's John Lamb. I'm Trent Cotton. Ken back tomorrow. We got Murph and Andy coming your way at one. The Fanatics at three here on KXNO.